0: Saturn, the gas giant, had always been a mystery. Its majestic rings sparkled in the vastness of space, but the most mysterious feature was the peculiar hexagonal storm at its north pole. The storm's origin and persistence were topics of speculation and wonder among Earth's astronomers. This gigantic maelstrom, with each side nearly 14,500 kilometers in length, was a vortex of winds and swirling clouds, creating a spectacle that never ceased to fascinate. The tempest's fury was a display of raw cosmic power. Huge gas columns spiraled upwards, meeting the icy particles that danced around the vortex's edge. The storm's vibrant shades of gold, blue, and green twisted and turned, painting a chaotic masterpiece. However, this day was unlike any other. The storm's center, always churning and bubbling, began to display an unusual calm. The clouds parted to reveal a clear eye, akin to the calm center of a hurricane but on an astronomical scale. From this stillness, the unimaginable occurred. A colossal structure began to emerge, forcing its way out of the storm's eye. Its vastness was incomprehensible, it eclipsed any man-made structure ever built. The ship, If it could be called that, shone brilliantly, reflecting the distant sun's rays, making it appear as if it was crafted from a giant, polished gemstone. Its design was unlike anything seen before. It wasn't just the size that was awe-inspiring, it was the intricacy of its design. As it rotated slowly, allowing the observers from Earth to capture its full view, it became evident that this wasn't just a ship, it was a canvas. Engraved on its surface were symbols and glyphs, each more intricate than the last. They ranged from ancient hieroglyphics, Sanskrit, and calligraphy, to modern-day alphabets and religious symbols. Each symbol pulsed with a light of its own, shimmering and shifting as if they were imbued with a life force. This emergence wasn't just an entrance of a ship into the solar system, it was a declaration, an announcement of epochs of history faith, and the collective memory of a planet. Earth's greatest mystery had just begun to unfold. Across the blue sphere of Earth, instruments of observation and detection were always scanning the cosmos, looking for anomalies and wonders. But today, every device pointed in one direction, towards Saturn, drawn by the inexplicable event that was unfolding. Observatories, from mountaintop locations to those nestled in remote plains, tilted their massive telescopes towards the gas giant. The enormous mirrors of these devices focused on the gleaming ship, capturing images in resolutions that allowed scientists to analyze the minutest details. In control rooms, screens flickered with real-time data, as scientists and researchers buzzed with a mixture of excitement and trepidation. Satellites designed to gaze deep into the universe, rerouted their trajectories. These orbital marvels, fitted with infrared, ultraviolet, and gamma-ray detectors, began to relay information about the vessel's composition, heat signature, and radiation output. The data streams were unprecedented, overwhelming even the most advanced algorithms designed to process cosmic information. The response on Earth was swift. Leaders of nations received urgent calls, and emergency meetings were convened in secure bunkers and situation rooms. Monolithic screens displayed the live feed of the vessel, while analysts and experts speculated on its origins and intent. Space agencies, usually in a race to outdo each other, now collaborated. A flurry of activity-dominated launch sites from Baikonur to Cape Canaveral. Rockets, prepared for other missions, were rapidly repurposed. Within hours, a consortium of space probes from different nations was speeding towards Saturn. Equipped with advanced sensors, cameras, and communication devices, their mission was clear, approach, study, and report. Meanwhile, military bases across the world were on high alert. Radars, often used to detect intercontinental ballistic missiles or aircraft, now had a different target. The behemoth from Saturn was tracked with precision, every movement monitored. Defense systems, both on land and orbiting Earth, were powered up. Fleets of fighter jets roared into the skies, while underground silos housing nuclear missiles stood by, their deadly payload ready. Earth, often divided by borders, beliefs, and ideologies, was now united by a singular focus. The strange, gleaming ship from Saturn's storm had unwittingly galvanized a planet, turning millions of watchful eyes towards the unknown. The exploration drones, marvels of human ingenuity, approached the ship with caution. Their sleek designs, fitted with propulsion systems that allowed for nimble maneuvers, enabled them to find entrance points with ease. As they penetrated the outer shell of the ship, they were met with a sight that defied logic and expectations. They ventured into a vast chamber, a starting point that branched into numerous hallways. The glow from the drone's lights reflected off the walls, which were not made of metal or any recognizable material but seemed to be constructed of a luminescent golden substance. This substance pulsed with a gentle rhythm, as if the ship itself was alive. The hallways were lined with towering archives, reminiscent of the grandest libraries of Earth, but on a scale and grandeur that was alien and majestic. These were no typical shelves or books. They were organic, animated structures, more like tendrils or plants than inanimate objects. When a drone approached, the archive would present a panel which would then come alive with images, symbols and sounds. It quickly became apparent that these were not just records, they were dynamic retellings. Scenes from Earth's history played out in vivid detail. From the earliest days when life was just beginning in the primordial oceans, to the rise and fall of ancient civilizations like Mesopotamia, Egypt, and the Mayans. The drones captured images of wars, renaissances technological advancements, and even potential futures that humanity had not yet reached. Some hallways were dedicated to specific eras, while others seemed to focus on themes love, conflict, discovery, and tragedy. There were moments of immense joy, like the first steps on the moon, juxtaposed with moments of profound sorrow, such as natural calamities that wiped out entire populations. What was even more unsettling was the repetitiveness. The drones documented evidence that human civilization had risen to great heights and fallen into oblivion not once, but multiple times. Each cycle had variations, but the overarching themes remained eerily similar. The drones, programmed to relay data back to Earth in real-time, ensured that scientists, historians, and leaders watched in stunned silence. It was as if they were walking through a vast museum or an art gallery, where every piece was a reflection of Earth's past, present, and even potential futures. The ship wasn't just a vessel, it was a custodian of Earth's countless stories. The drones delved deeper into the labyrinthine passages of the ship, their lights piercing the serene golden glow of the hallways. As they ventured into the lower chambers, the architectural beauty of the archives gave way to more industrial and cryptic environments. These new areas were filled with strange mechanisms, the purpose of which was not immediately discernible. Enormous machines, formed of both the luminescent material found earlier and darker, matte metals, spanned the width and breadth of vast chambers. Tubes, conduits, and coils snaked around them, all converging on large spherical structures that pulsed slowly, filled with a swirling, nebulous energy. The air, or whatever equivalent the ship possessed, vibrated with a low hum, making the drone's sensors waver. Here, amidst the alien machinery, were platforms holding dormant devices. They were of various shapes and sizes, some resembling tools while others looked like containers. All were intricate, adorned with the same symbols that marked the ship's exterior, and they radiated an energy that was palpable even through the drone's remote feeds. As intriguing as these machines were, it was a specific record among the chronicles that truly sent a chill down the spines of those monitoring from Earth. This archive was different, encased in a crystal structure and set apart from the rest. When a drone approached, the crystal pulsed, and the record activated. It began with images of Earth in all its splendor, teeming with life. But soon, the scenes transitioned to cataclysmic events, meteor strikes, massive floods, ice ages, and fiery eruptions. Each disaster was followed by an eerily calm period, where the planet appeared barren, only to slowly rejuvenate and repopulate. The most disturbing aspect was the intervention of the ship, or entities resembling it, in these cycles. Scenes showed the ship releasing spores or devices onto the ravaged Earth, accelerating its healing process. In other sequences, the ship appeared to extract DNA samples before a calamity, only to reintroduce them afterward, effectively reseeding the planet. The analogy was unmistakable. Just as a farmer would clear a field of old crops to plant anew, this ship, or its controllers, had been resetting Earth periodically. The reasons were unclear, but the implications were undeniable, Earth and its inhabitants were part of a much larger, orchestrated cycle. And the looming presence of the ship suggested that another reset might be imminent. The deep humming that permeated the ship began to crescendo, resonating throughout its vast chambers and corridors. The machines that were once dormant now sprung to life, their lights pulsing and mechanisms whirring. The ambient golden glow of the ship's walls intensified, casting brilliant flares that momentarily blinded the drone's cameras. Back on Earth, the effects were felt almost immediately. Scientists monitoring the planet's magnetic fields noticed erratic fluctuations. Instruments designed to measure the Earth's magnetosphere showed spikes of activity that defied any natural explanation. Satellites in orbit struggled to maintain their trajectories, fighting against the distortions in the magnetic field. But it was the visual spectacle that caught the world's attention. The auroras, those ethereal displays of color that graced the polar skies, now erupted in places they were never seen before. Cities situated far from the poles were bathed in cascading waves of green, purple, and blue. The skies lit up in a dazzling display, turning night into day in some regions. People stepped out of their homes, gazing skyward, their faces illuminated by the celestial dance. As mesmerizing as the auroras were, they were a stark reminder of the ship's immense power. The mere act of it powering up was enough to disrupt Earth's magnetic equilibrium, a feat previously thought impossible by human understanding. Space agencies, in a frenzied response, tried to recalibrate the drones to gather more data on what the ship was doing. The probes that were en route to Saturn were now redirected to orbit the ship at a safe distance, equipped with instruments to measure any radiation or energy emissions. It was clear that the ship was preparing for something significant. The Golden Archives, the machinery, the record of Earth's repeated resets, all pointed to a looming event. And with every pulse and surge from the ship, Earth's anticipation grew, a mix of awe and trepidation, waiting for the next revelation. Amidst the magnetic chaos and celestial light shows, the leaders of Earth realized that individual efforts would be insufficient. Historic rivalries and political divides were set aside in the face of a common, extraterrestrial concern. Within hours, an emergency global summit was convened. In a monumental display of unity, countries formed a coalition. This wasn't just a diplomatic alliance, it was a pooling of Earth's best minds, resources, and technologies. Every satellite, every supercomputer, Every expert in fields ranging from astrophysics to linguistics was now part of a global task force. The primary goal, establish communication with the ship. Giant radio telescopes, previously scanning the depths of the universe, were now aligned towards Saturn, beaming sequences of signals in an attempt to get a response. Binary codes, mathematical sequences, representations of DNA structures, and even music, Earth tried every conceivable medium to reach out. Simultaneously, linguists and cryptographers pored over the symbols from the ship's exterior and the chronicles within, hoping to decode a language or find a pattern. Supercomputers, networked across continents, processed the vast amounts of data from the drones, searching for a hint or clue about the ship's intent. Space agencies initiated contingency plans. While some worked on potential evacuation strategies, identifying habitable zones or planets in the solar system, others focused on defense. Although the idea of defending against such an advanced entity seemed overwhelming, the spirit of human resilience was undeterred. Experimental weapons, previously confined to classified research labs, were now on the discussion table. But despite these frantic efforts, the ship remained enigmatic. Its hum continued, its energy pulses affecting the planet, but no direct response came. As hours turned into days, the global mood shifted from initial curiosity to palpable anxiety. The ship was a ticking clock, and Earth felt the pressure of each passing second. Without warning, the digital realm trembled. Every communication device, from smartphones to the most complex satellite arrays, suddenly locked onto a new broadcast. TV screens went blank, only to display oscillating patterns, synchronized to sound. Radios, mid-sentence or song, switched frequencies, echoing the same haunting melody. The ship, visible now even through telescopes fitted, for amateur stargazers, glowed with an intensity that outshone all but the brightest celestial bodies. And from this radiant titan came a signal, a melody of complex harmonies and resonances that didn't just occupy airwaves but seemed to permeate the very fabric of reality. To each listener, the tune resonated with a sense of disquieting familiarity, like a lullaby heard in childhood and forgotten over years of growing and learning. It was beautiful, eerie, and somehow sad evoking a sense of longing and an undefinable yearning. Animals reacted, too. Dogs howled in a chorus, birds took to the sky in erratic patterns, and even marine creatures, according to seismic sound recordings, appeared to be responding in their own way. Plants, if they had a consciousness to perceive, might have also felt the vibrations of the melody through their roots, in the soil, in the very core of Earth. And then, people noticed something even stranger. The song was inducing harmonious resonances in natural objects. Bodies of water vibrated softly, rock formations seemed to hum in response, and even the winds carried the tune across hills and valleys. The global task force, now feeling the urgency more than ever, redoubled their efforts to decode the message, if it was a message at all. Theories abounded. Was it a key, a countdown, a universal greeting, or something far more sinister? The broadcast continued, omnipresent, and inescapable. The world listened and waited. And amidst the spectacle and concern, one thing became abundantly clear, the ship was now actively engaging with Earth, and whatever would come next was imminent. In a subterranean lab. Shielded from external electromagnetic interference, a breakthrough occurred. A group of data scientists, working with cryptographers and quantum computers, successfully decoded fragments of the haunting melody. When translated into visual data, the fragments formed sequences that were eerily reminiscent of the patterns found in natural growth, decay, and even DNA replication. It was as if the song was a blueprint outlining the fundamental processes of life and death, growth and decay. But what made everyone's blood run cold was a pattern within the decoded data that unmistakably indicated a repetitive cycle. It wasn't just an abstract representation, it was a sequence that showed stages of cataclysm followed by renewal. The ship's intent crystallized, Earth was to be wiped clean, reset for a new cycle of life. Panic swept across the globe. Breaking news alerts inundated every screen. Governments issue emergency broadcasts, but there were no guidelines or assurances that could quell the rising tide of fear. People swarmed into the streets, their eyes turned skyward, half expecting to see the looming ship descend from the heavens. Religious sites became overwhelmed with masses seeking solace in faith while others flocked to scientific institutions, desperate for an earthly solution. Underground bunkers, long the subject of ridicule as an overreaction to doomsday scenarios, now became humanity's desperate focus. Cries for seats in spacecrafts, bound for anywhere but Earth, resonated among those who could afford the luxury of such an escape plan. Defense initiatives were activated. Missiles, long-range projectiles, even experimental energy weapons were readied. Although the futility of combating such an advanced entity was apparent, humanity was not prepared to go gently into that dark night. Amidst the chaos, the coalition initiated desperate last-ditch efforts. Plans were laid out to send a counter-signal, a message pleading for mercy or at least, understanding. And all the while, the ship continued to glow brighter, its melody more pervasive, its pulse quickening as if counting down. The world was now united, not just by technology or intent, but by a shared anticipation, a collective heartbeat, ticking down the seconds in a race against annihilation. With a grim resolve, the world braced for confrontation. Every satellite with offensive capabilities, every missile silo, every secret weapon from undisclosed locations was armed, synchronized, and aimed at the glowing behemoth near Saturn. A space fleet, cobbled together from various nations' technologies and crewed by, an elite force of astronauts and soldiers, prepared to launch. In mission control centers worldwide, technicians and generals hovered over red buttons and launch keys, their faces stern and focused. Scientists and spiritual leaders alike held their collective breath. Humanity, for all its divisions and strife, had never been so unified. And then, with a nod from the highest chain of command, the orders were given. Earth unleashed its might. Missiles soared into the sky, crossing the boundary of atmosphere and entering space, their propellants glowing like miniature stars. Satellites reconfigured themselves into offensive positions, activating experimental laser systems. The space fleet roared into action, soaring higher and higher, their crafts fitted with the most advanced weaponry available. As the Armada approached the radiant ship, onboard systems locked on, a hailstorm of projectiles and energy beams directed at their target. The full might of human ingenuity and desperation converged in a cataclysmic moment. But the moment the first missile made contact, reality itself seemed to warp. The ship absorbed the attack, its glow dimming for just a fraction of a second before returning to its original intensity. Laser beams, nuclear warheads, kinetic projectiles—all seemed to be absorbed or neutralized effortlessly. The ship's haunting melody played on, now accompanied by a new series of harmonic tones, as if mocking Earth's feeble attempts at defense. The space fleet, now helplessly adrift, Watched in disbelief as their munitions and hopes disintegrated before their eyes. Back on Earth, the mood shifted from one of unity and defiance to that of despair and helplessness. It was clear that humanity's best efforts had failed to even dent this cosmic enigma. As the ship's pulse quickened, the world could only watch and wait for the inevitable. The ship began to move. With a grace that belied its enormous size, It glided smoothly, through the vacuum of space, its trajectory clearly aimed at Earth. The haunting melody grew louder, its rhythm more intricate, as if accompanying this cosmic dance. As it neared our planet, something extraordinary happened. Massive tendrils, glowing with a radiant energy, unfurled from its base. They stretched out, reaching across the expanse of space toward Earth. These tendrils were unlike anything ever observed, both ethereal and corporeal, they moved with a fluidity that defied physics, rippling through the fabric of spacetime itself. Whether they were a lover's caress or a predator's grip was impossible to determine. Their approach was simultaneously beautiful, and terrifying. People on Earth, watching through telescopes or real-time broadcasts, couldn't tear their eyes away. It was like watching a divine being extend its fingers for either a blessing or a curse. Scientists quickly realized that these tendrils were interacting with the Earth's atmosphere and magnetic fields. Instantaneous readings showed that they were siphoning energy, data, or perhaps even the fabric of life itself, though no one could be certain. Massive storms erupted across the globe, the seas roared, and the wind howled as if the Earth itself was reacting to this touch. The ship's melody reached a crescendo, the tendrils pulsated in rhythm, and for a moment, both Earth and the ship seemed locked in a cosmic embrace, two entities communicating in a language beyond human comprehension. The world held its breath, suspended in this eerie, sublime moment, waiting for revelation or doom. An uncanny stillness settled over the planet. The once-raging oceans grew calm, their tumultuous waves flattening into an unsettling placidity. Winds that had screamed through the skies only moments before died down, as if choked by an invisible hand. Even the ever-shifting tectonic plates beneath the Earth's crust seemed to pause, holding in a quivering tension. Animals, always the first to sense the shifts in the natural world, retreated. Herds of deer vanished into the forest depths, flocks of birds took to the skies, flying aimlessly as if seeking an escape route. Predators and prey alike hid side by side, united in a mutual sense of impending doom. In cities and towns, people felt it too, a suffocating silence that seemed to descend from the heavens and rise from the depths of the earth. Even machines felt it, cars stalled. Electronic devices malfunctioned, and power grids flickered. Time seemed to stretch, each second feeling like an eternity, yet rushing by in a blur. The melody from the ship changed its tone. Once haunting and complex, it became a single, unvarying note that vibrated through the air, the ground, and the seas. It was as if the ship, the earth, and all life were joined in a moment of stillness before an irreversible act. This pause, this terrible calm, left humanity in a state of paralyzing anticipation. Gone was the frenzy of preparation, the desperate cries for divine intervention, the last embraces of loved ones. Now, there was only waiting, each person alone with their thoughts, collectively sharing the dread of the unknown. The ship's tendrils pulsated one last time, a shiver of activity that served as the final stroke in a masterpiece of cosmic interaction. Then, everything froze, the last note hung in the air, and the world waited for the next movement in this symphony of potential annihilation. Just when the tension had reached an unbearable pitch, just when it seemed as though Earth's fate was sealed, a brilliant flash erupted in the sky, outshining even the sun. In an instant, a fleet of ships materialized, appearing out of thin air or perhaps from a folded corner of the universe itself. These ships were an armada of diverse designs and sizes, yet they bore a striking similarity to the behemoth. They were adorned with familiar, yet subtly altered, symbols from Earth's religions and languages, as if they were variations on a theme. Without a moment's hesitation, the newly arrived fleet launched into action. Beams of energy, unlike any technology Earth had ever witnessed, lanced out from these ships, targeting the tendrils of the behemoth. A complex dance ensued, one of near misses, deflections, and tactical feints. It was as if the new fleet knew exactly how to engage this monstrosity, as if they had done it before. The behemoth responded, its single, haunting note splitting into a discordant chorus, as its tendrils twisted and contorted, aiming to counterattack. But the alliance of ships moved with a coordinated agility, clearly working to foil whatever cataclysmic process had been set in motion. As the sky lit up with the celestial combat, Earth's populace, glued to their screens and telescopes, experienced a collective surge of hope. Perhaps it was not the end, perhaps annihilation could be averted. The new fleet tightened its formation, releasing a harmonic frequency that counteracted the Behemoth's discord. For a moment, the universe seemed to hold its breath, the two colossal forces in a deadlock. Then, the Behemoth's glow dimmed, its tendrils retracting. The ship, as if acknowledging a worthy opponent, began to reverse its course, moving away from Earth and back towards the depths of space. As it retreated, The alliance of mysterious ships followed, their purpose fulfilled yet inscrutable. Earth's skies returned to their usual state, the bizarre cosmic drama receding into the realm of legend and speculation. But the records in the subterranean labs and observatories remained, undeniable proof of the ordeal and the last-minute intervention. Humanity had been spared, but questions loomed larger than ever. Who were these unexpected saviors? And what cycle had Earth just escaped, or merely postponed? While the sky blazed with otherworldly combat, scholars and scientists hunched over their data, feverishly cross-referencing the symbols that adorned the new fleet of ships. What they found was astonishing and sent a wave of disbelief rippling through the scientific community. The symbols weren't just similar to those on the behemoth, They were an evolved form, of human languages and symbols. Advanced algorithms and decryption techniques confirmed it, these symbols were from Earth's own future. As the behemoth receded into the depths of space, pursued by the mysterious fleet, the realization dawned on humanity, their saviors were none other than themselves, but from a future cycle of existence. These were humans who had broken the cycle, mastered time travel, and return to save their ancestral planet from another reset. The Saturn Hexagon was no longer just a tale of repetitive cycles and cosmic resets, it was also a story of progress, of a future humanity, that had transcended its constraints, a testament to the potential for evolution and hope. The mood on Earth, shifted from dread to awe and then to a newfound sense of purpose. If a future humanity could evolve to the point of manipulating time, and space, then the current cycle had something to strive for, a beacon of potential in a universe of unknowns. But the unsettling question remained, if these were humans from the future, what had their world gone through to equip them with the knowledge and desperation to alter the past? And in changing their past, what future had they now set in motion? As the people of Earth looked up at the sky, their eyes filled with wonder and questions. The last echoes of the Behemoth's haunting tune seemed to mingle with the new harmonic frequencies, serving as both a requiem, and an overture to an uncertain but hopeful future.